Hi, I'm Ollie. Hi, I'm Jazz, and welcome back to Mixed Talk. So I feel like I haven't spoken, 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 spoken to you in ages. (laughs) Where have you been? What have you been up to? Tell us all about it. I feel like I've lived a life. I have. I'm so this weekend. I'm so exhausted. So. Um, I have obviously been at work and all that. Like the the, la- the last last week was not that ex- exciting. It was just like me at work and all that. But then I did my last because I had three more episodes to record because I didn't have like I did book three guests to um to show up in the podcast that I was doing within the other journalism job that I was. So I did my last little podcast section and it was so so sad just because like I will not be there as an employer anymore but that of my chapter is done I feel like I've been talking about this for like the past three episodes but it has been taking a while because just because you quit does not mean like you just stop it right there you do have your obligations and you just have to keep on going until you've knitted not knitted knotted all the knots so that is what has ha- what has been happening. Um, my first little series that I've been in is out now. It's on TV and on Discovery, or like the Discovery Channel. And I am so weirdly proud. Like my little name is like on the little text, like the little little rolling text. Like ah. So that is very exciting Um, and I went to my niece's, so basically my weekend, last weekend was so, so weird and packed because I drove, because I live about five hours away from Oslo so we had to drive on a Friday and the Friday, because like Fridays are usually calm, I usually go out early because like all of my co-workers are like, they finish work and just go home so there's no reason for me to like be in the office with no people to be with when I'm done with my tasks so Friday's that kind of day where people finish their tasks and then they leave they don't like find new things to do but last Friday because we were having a red carpet come in it was chaotic so chaotic wow um there were so many little things that were going wrong and there's so many miscommunication communication is such a big thing within life within relationships friendships within work within yourself like communication uh, as as i grow up is just so so important so there's just been a little bit of a miscommunication with between me and some people and that just became so much work just because we needed to be on the same page but like people are not understanding and we you know on a friday people are tired and they want to go home so they just want to like understand it and leave so they're not really taking the time i'm included in this as well like someone is explaining something to me and i'm like i'm done okay cool let's go but then it's not done um so it was it was chaotic it was chaotic i had to do a little bit of work in the weekend so I had to leave the office because I was driving to back to my place that is about five hours so I finished work at four then I had to run and I had to get my sister and then and my niece and then we had to go back to ta- like back to my hometown I was not at home until 10 and in the car I was doing work so I felt so bad like my sister and niece are like sitting back I have not seen them for a couple of months and I'm there just in my computer freaking out because I had to do some last minute scheduling I didn't finish because my computer died my computer died and I was freaking out so I came home I wasn't 
so I had to have well I didn't have to but I wanted to have dinner at my boyfriend's parents house because like they had baked a cake and they had like made this whole dinner so I cannot not go to that so I went to that amazing people talked to them then I came home to my parents house then at like 12 I was dead I was tired but I I have too much anxiety. I need I need to have control. So I sat up until 2 or 3 a.m. doing this list. And because the reason it took so long is because my head was broken. Like my head was not really figuring out what is going on. So I did so many minor mistakes, which I would not have done if I just left it alone, woke up early and did it. But because I was too anxious that I was not going to be done because we had a meeting on the Saturday just to catch up and see if we're on the same page. I did not finish this list until 2, 3 a.m. And when I went to bed, I woke up in a full, full chaotic mindset. And then I sent like this little list to my co-workers and my, my boss was like, oh, you could have just called me. And I was like, um... I finished this at 2 a.m. I do not think you would want a phone call from me at 2 a.m. Uh, do not tell him that. So if he's listening to this, hi, how are you? Uh, so yeah, it's very chaotic. Went to my niece's confirmation. Drove back to Oslo. I was not home until again 12 a.m. Exhausted. I have had approximately five hours of sleep. Don't want don't want to do this anymore because Sunday I had my own premiere 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 I don't know so did that went to the premiere really really nice to see all the people in production like I love them and they were so sad because I was like yeah I've kind of gotten an office job but I'm still in the film industry like I still do post-production and they were so sad and I was like because film production people do not really have an eight to four or nine to five job they just do freelance and i did try that again did not work anyways fun time did a little bit of prosecco and wine a little bit too much so i was kind of hanging on monday had to work tuesday was fine wednesday had the premiere for my works thing film drank a little bit of prosecco so i've just been hanging all week i think that's why i'm so tired because i just cannot hack drinking and going to work it's just not me anymore and my week has been slow very it's been fast but slow just because of the hanging part no but that is that has been me and i'm doing my little i've been talking for way too long i'm gonna cut it now i have i'm doing an alcoholic apple cider so my mom gave me some apples uh i do not eat a lot of apples. i actually gave me about three kgs worth of apples i don't like apple pie because i don't like warm fruits and i do not eat three kgs of apple before they start going off because that is a lot of apples for two human beings so i was like oh let's make something out of it like let's make apple cider and then we're just like let's make an alcoholic apple cider so that's what i did on saturday so we bought all the wine making or like cider making things and now it is brewing um <laughs> so that's exciting that's so exciting it is so i don't know how it's gonna end up but i mean i feel like it's quite cool because it's like apples picked from my mom's backyard so it's like literally homemade 
but yeah um that has been me how how have you been i know you have some exciting news which i'm very excited to hear i just before we get into me i just want to ask um how long does it take for cider to brew or whatever (laughs) to brew um so basically you need to kind of make it a juice format or if it's crushing or whatever that takes about a day and then it's gonna brew for about three to four days so you put yeast in it or like uh, like the kind of yeast that activates the alcohol in the fruit and i think that takes about three to four days and then then you have to start the cleansing part and the storage part i don't know how long you have to store it for i will keep you updated for the next time we talk but for now three to four days to brew before we seal it not seal it but like um going to the next process so like the brewing part three to four days wow that's dedication it's really yeah it is but at the same time the only work that i have done is kind of pressing the apple like the apple juice part and then you just have to let it sit so it's like doing a roast dinner it's a lot of peeling and a lot of that and then you just let it sit like the chicken is in the oven and then you just have well a couple of hours but now a couple of days and then you just have to do some other things but i will tell you step by step when i've done it because i don't know what i'm doing right now yeah um, just send me over a list and i'll probably never make it but it'll be interesting <laughs> <laughs> i found a little thing it would be nice um so yeah okay okay i'll keep you updated next next week section so tell tell me jazz the good news how is ha- what is happening what is the chaos what tell well, me well okay i'll start with the good news so i'm finally um started marketing technically my contract says i started yesterday because it's the first of october yesterday oh that's but a obviously saturday. it's a saturday so um means that i actually start tomorrow so i'm very excited it did um i did have to uh, organize a meeting to find this out um so yeah it's just been very chaotic um basically since the last time we met um my recep one of my reception one of my receptionists like i'm the head of uh raymond james um so uh the person that i work with she had to go on sick sick leave because she was getting foot surgery um and then we got my we found somebody to replace me when i go into marketing so she did about four days and then she had to go on bereavement leave um really unlucky i really feel for her so then for about a week or like last week i was by myself on reception again and i was like oh fuck's sake like it's gonna be ages till I get into marketing because there's nobody to cover reception it's literally just me and that was going really badly and I was like do you know what I'm just going to email HR and say can we have a meeting about it because I don't know what's going on like I felt like I should um I should know like what's going to happen and I wanted a set day I just wanted everything to be clarified so then I had a meeting on Wednesday afternoon with my boss and HR and they were like, 
obviously we know it's been really bad, really crazy lately, but we have done your contract, so you start on the 1st of October. I was like, wait, what, the end of the week? (laughs) Um, Yeah, and... um, got my well actually I haven't actually signed the contract yet so don't know what's happened with that but technically my contract has been made and I started yesterday tomorrow um yeah so I'm really excited about that and then Elena the receptionist who had foot surgery she's feeling a lot better so she's going to work from home so she can keep up with all the admin stuff don't know what's going to happen about the other girl we haven't heard from her so we're getting a 10 pin on monday um to kind of help me out so even though i'm in marketing um i have to do 50 percent reception 50 percent marketing for a month uh just to help out kind of so technically my job title changes but i'm still in reception for a bit uh, because there's quite a few holidays in October as well, like I'm going on holiday, and the guy who works in the post room is going on holiday, so I need to cover the post room, because I'm the only other person who knows how to do it at the moment, so it's just um, messy, like I'm not looking forward to next month. Oh, October will be a rough, rough month, Yeah, but at least you get to... T- Looking at the bright side, I feel like you get to like put a little toe in the pool within marketing without fully submer- submerging yourself. Yeah. With marketing, so when you start a hundred percent, you will know kind of like the little tricks and tricks mm. within yeah. marketing. I'm it won't Looking be at the I am hoping. I'm hoping. I'm excited to hear this like, little new journey because it is a new journey. It's a new chapter, whatever. A new album whatever you want to, uh, to think about it so it's gonna be exciting even though it's a little bit hectic right now because of really, holidays yeah I am excited and they want me to really get involved in the event side of things which is the stuff I'm most interested in so I'm very happy like I'm very excited to move across but yeah that has been my life it's just been so I don't know it's been stressful but we're here you know, we're getting through it. By the end of the year, I promise <laughs> everything will be sorted. My life will be sorted. Hopefully. I say this every year and be like, you know what, next year I'll sort it. Here we are. But I do feel like it's a different chapter as well because it is in work and you can see it in in action. But yeah, I'm so, I'm actually very excited to see what what marketing aspects you're going to take over also talking about marketing i'm so so sorry for it well when this comes out two weeks ago's post but i have now done my week's worth of planning so all i have to do is post it so this week will be much better i am so sorry life is just it's fine um also well done on your first premiere i just wanted to say it's very exciting even though it sounds stressful it looked really fun (laughs) yeah it was it was fun um i mean like the red carpet i do not feel like it is my baby so it's just like a part of working but like i feel like in the next 
the next films and series we're working on i'll be more hands-on within the process so it will be more as if, as if it's my my own as well while i was just thrown into already finished products which is like i'm just taking the kind of marketing and planning side of it which is not really what i want to do but i do find it quite fun but now be within the films as well but i did do a series in summer and i cannot shut up about it i feel so bad for anyone around me because i'm like a child who got a new bicycle or a new something it's like oh my god see what i've done i'm sure it's i'm sure it will die out soon but I'm still excited. I'm proud of you. Look at us growing. <laughs> we are growing and we are thriving next year. I'm excited for next year though. Yeah. I'm 2023. I have a good feeling and it's been a long time since I've said that. I, the last time I said that was 2016. Wow. Mm. And 2016 was a great year. It was a good year. <laughs> it was a good year. <laughs> but 2023, it's going to be a great year. Yeah. Count, count my words. All right, um, let's go into this week's, well, this month's, I guess. This month's episode, weeks, yeah, whatever. Um, so this week we're talking about award season, especially the Emmys. We have done this, it's been, it's really, really weird. It's been a year since we did this, um, which means that we've had our podcast for over a year, which is very, very weird. Um, and my mind is not wrapping around that um and it's award season i do love award season and if we have had the mtv vma which was august 28th i'm not really i don't really watch the mtv vmas anymore but i did grow up watching it just because mtv was was the shit when i was little it was something that everyone watched and it was a little family gathering things because i used to watch it with my cousins uh so you know good family bonding um, we've had the Creative Art Emmys, that, which was in September, on September 10th. And the Emmys started September 12th. So we are a little bit late to the session, but I feel like this would wrap into this month's theme because it is Black History Month in the UK. And as always, looking a little bit within racism and in awards season, which is still a prime thing that is thriving and it is sad to think about it because there is some there's still some first this year's there is i will talk about it when we reach there but before we talk a uh, deep dive within the emmys jazzy would love to present the vince film festival and the drama that has happened around it yeah well i just thought since i mean it has nothing to do with black history month whatsoever but just with the theme of kind of like festivals and awards especially as it is award season i just wanted to talk about uh, the drama at Venice Film Festival with Don't Worry Darling. Um, so Don't Worry Darling is a American psychological thriller that has just been, come out. Um, it was directed by Olivia Wilde. Don't know who Olivia Wilde is. She she is um, she's an actress first first of all. 
and she is now directing I'm not sure if this is her first direct her first film she's directed as well but there was a massive hype over it because she broke up with her husband or got divorced with her husband and they have like two or three kids together and he's also in a lot of films actually funny enough he is the um he is the main character in Ted Lasso. That was her ex-husband. <laughs> so they're both very in the woods scene right now. Um, but anyway, she broke up with him and got with Harry Styles, who is also in her film, which caused loads of drama because she's older and he's younger. And then I'm pretty sure... Uh, I'm pretty sure her ex-husband served her divorce papers in front of an audience at an awards. I don't know what awards it was, but that caused a load of drama. But anyway, the, um, the Venice Film Festival drama is basically... I don't know that much about it, but everybody hates each other on the Venice on the Don't Worry Darling uh, film set at the moment. So there was Florence Pugh who's in it. Um, some of the films she's been in is like, what's she been in? Um, Midsummer, that like horror film. And oh, she was the main character yeah. in that. She's been in the new Black Widow film as Black Widow's sister. She was also in Little Women, the remake of Little Women. So quite a big actress. She, um, so she was, so she was in the film and she had drama with Shia LaBeouf, who is a Disney star or a child actor. He's been in quite a lot of things. He's actually, I don't know why he's still allowed to act because he came out as abusive to his girlfriend so don't know why he's allowed to act still but never mind anyway Florence Pugh didn't want to work with him and he didn't want to work with her they didn't get on together so Florence apparently gave Olivia Wilde an ultimatum saying you've got to book between us because I'm not working with him or he's I'm basically so she ended up picking Florence Pugh and Shia LaBeouf was really salty about it and came out about it and was like, I don't want to be in the film anyway. It was going to be shit, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. And then there was the whole thing where Harry Styles was apparently spitting on Chris Pine. Like, I don't know if you've seen the video. So that was a whole deal I didn't really understand whether that was real or not I think it was just happened to look like he did but they kind of looked uncomfortable to be sitting next to each other anyway um and then apparently Olivia Pugh Olivia Pugh Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles at Venice Film Festival didn't look like they were getting on because they barely like they were barely together. They kind of moved around each other so they weren't next to each other. Apparently, so apparently um, they might have broken up now. Um, 
yeah I don't know if that's kind of it but apparently it was just very awkward at Venice Film Festival because there was so much tension within the cast and apparently the film is really bad (laughs) wow wow I've heard some conspiracy theories that all this drama well most of the drama is um a part of PR just because if you think about it I do not know last year's Emmys was happening until the Chris Rock thing so I think that this is a little stand to be promoting their their little series and I mean no bad no PR is bad PR people are still talking about it and I'm kind of interested to see this show just because or like this film just because I've heard all this drama so I mean it's working in one way or another yeah I mean I really want to watch it and I do think that the drama around it has made it maybe more people want to go see it I have also heard that Harry Styles is a really bad actor, that he's actually cannot act. I don't know if I've seen him in anything. Neither neither have I, but like there are some singers, no one is coming up to mind who have tried to do acting and it's just the the awkwardest Being an actor and being a singer are two different things because like singing or like being in the music scene is something that is so personal to you and you write your songs or you perform your songs and it's just, it's your feelings coming to life while acting is not you, if that makes sense. There is so many, this is why people take so many different acting classes, method, Uh, what is it called Uh, method acting and other different types of ways to build a character it doesn't just take a little kick in the back and be like okay I'm gonna do this and do this It, it is dedication it takes a lot from you and it's not the same as in the music industry so I do feel like some people just because they have a big name and I'm not shitting on Harry Styles like if you know me you know that I will to this day have a one direction tattoo if i if if someone tells me i'm gonna do a one direction tattoo on you i will say go on i one direction to die harry style is one of my boos and my bays but not all musicians should be actors it is a rough rough uh place to be in and you have there's so much work to be done i have such a passion for acting so when i see people with um big names just having to get a role there's something else if you're having a role as yourself like if it was a role for harry styles as harry styles that is such a different thing because it is that persona coming towards this scene but if it's a singer or someone who doesn't really have that much experience and does not have that much talent but they are within the acting industry just because they have a big name and they can sell a film or a series that is so wrong because there's so many people with such raw talent and talent that has been built that do not get that role just because they do not have a name for themselves so yeah no um that is my hot take for this week's episode is not all singers should be actors and at the same time not all actors should be singers definitely not Um, all those disney stars that go for those little albums when they leave their show you know that Apart from Miley Cyrus, she did well. <laughs> Miley Cyrus is a singer. Miley Cyrus definitely is one of the few people who could do both because 
Hannah Montana is still lit to this day. <laughs> still lit. Okay. But, you know, yeah, that is... I don't know what you think about my little hot take. No, I agree. Funny enough, I think... It, not necessarily to sing. I think if you're an actor first, it's easier to be able to sing because sometimes in acting you need to be able to sing um but I agree with you some people are singers first and then actors like Justin Timberlake he did a few films and really he should stick to singing you know yeah 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 I forgot about that one yeah 100% 100% 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%
Outstanding Comedy Series. This was the nomination. Abbott Elementary, Barry, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Enthusiasm? <laughs> Ted Lasso, Hacks, Only Murderers in the Building, The Marvelous Miss Maisel, What We Do in the Shadows. So, the winner is Ted Lasso. Are we surprised? No. <laughs> yeah, I was really disappointed okay. with that. Yeah, Abbott Elementary and Only Murderers in the Building is quite a good... Marvelous Miss Maisel was also really good. I mm. mean, like, the, on, the, what is it called? The nominations were really good. The nominations were good. Have you watched any of the nominations? So, I've watched Abbott, uh, Abbott Elementary, really enjoyed that. Apparently, Hacks is really good, but I haven't seen it. I like The Marvelous Miss Maisel as well. I do think that's one before, though, so I wouldn't really want it to win. Um, again, I haven't seen... I haven't really seen the rest. Ted Lasso, I feel like I need to watch because it keeps coming up. So maybe I'll find a way to watch it because I don't have Apple TV, but... <laughs> I'm kicking my behind right now just because um apple was doing this six month free trial thing about last month or the month before that and i didn't sign up i could have had six months free of apple me uh, apple music apple tv and i didn't and now i actually really genuinely do want to watch ted lasso and have to pay for it and i really don't want to do that because there's nothing else i want to watch on apple tv <laughs> Also, it won last year, Outstanding Comedy Series. Um, so that's a bit annoying, I feel, because like you could have given it to somebody else. Like, yeah, is it really that good? I feel like there should be a you cannot win twice in a twice in a year just to get share the spotlight. Yeah, I I agree. I think there needs to be a little bit more diversity. I mean, um looking at the outstanding comedy series from last year there's so many different ones from last year the only ones that are the same is ted lasso and hacks and then the rest for this year are different so like give people a chance you know just yes definitely i'm i'm very very um what is it called i do stand by that um but going on Outstanding Lead Actor in Comedy Series. The nomination, or like the nominees are, uh, sorry, Jason Sankis in Ted Lasso, <laughs> Donald Glover in Atlanta, Bill Harder in Barry, Nicholas, Nicholas Holt in The Great, Steve Martin in only murderers in the building and martin short in only murderers in the building and the award went to jason sankis in ted lasso yeah i mean again i feel like i can't be shitting on this series because i haven't seen it but i was a bit disappointed that literally one actor in that in that nomination in the nominations even was black i mean that's a bit disappointing um donald glover is such a great actor i know um yeah um the only film 
the only thing that I've seen there is Atlanta, which is really good. And I've seen a bit of The Great. And Nicholas Holt is quite good in that, to be fair. He um, really is. But yeah, interesting. Don't know what you think. Interesting. <laughs> no, I I was reading through this and I was just listening. I kind of predicted Ted Lasso was going to win most of the things. But I, did, I have binged Only Murderers in the building and... It is it is a great series. It really is. It is not it is a comedy series, so I'm not I'm more into analyzing drama and uh thriller series slash TV just because that's TV films just because that's what I'm really into analyzing cuz comedy I just watch to turn off my brain. I watch like friends or yeah, on murderers in the building or Atlanta just to to shut off while when I watch drama series or thrillers it is kind of more analyzing so it's really hard for me to to say anything within the comedy world unless it's it was a great laugh it was good just not really into the building of the, how the series is built um so moving and moving on outstanding lead actress in a comedy series so the nominations is Rachel Brosan in The Marvelous Miss Maisel, Jean Smart in Hacks, Quinta Brunson in Elementary, uh, Abbott Elementary, Kaylee Koku in The Fight, oh, The Flight Attendant, Ellie Fanning in The Great, Issa Rae in Insecure. I'm sorry, but The Flight Attendant season one was amazing. Season two went down. Oh. crashing plane. I mean, I haven't seen it because I was going to watch it and my parents said they didn't like it, so I wasn't sure if I was going to like it, but I feel like I should make that decision myself. <laughs> season one was good. Season one was a lot of... This is where the twisty thing that I do love, I love a twisted character, and you never know what's the next step. You really don't know what is going on, and that is one of the things that I do love about The Flight Attendant because... Watching comedy, watching whatever, there is a main main recipe, and you know what's gonna, how it's gonna end, who people are gonna end up with, how people are gonna die, like who's gonna die first. While in the flight attendant, you think that you've gotten it. Next episode, and you have no idea what the fuck is going down because everything is turned upside down, and it's just so good. While season two, I feel like. They went really high with season one and it kind of, you could not do it again. I feel like it, just, it should be a limited series and just end it by that. Yeah, I also want to say that Jean Smart from Hacks won last year for this lead actress in comedy series, which is kind of a shame again. Because, you know, we want some new winners. We want some new winners. And apparently Insecure is really, really good, especially the last season. Um somebody at work was watching it and said I must watch that so another one on my list got a few there <laughs> the li- Ooh, sorry about that the list is growing um okay so next one I'm just trying to really quickly I think we do have to do a part one and part two just because we've been talking about this so we can do the comedy part this time and then do the do the drama part for next week just because it is it is a lot of things to get into and to analyze deeply so the outstanding supporting actor in comedy series um is or the nominations are 
Anthony Carrigan in Barry, Brett Goldstein in Ted Lasso, Tony Jimar in Ted Lasso, Nick Muhammad in Ted Lasso, Tony Shalhoub in The Marvelous Miss Maisel, Taylor James Williams in Abbott Elementary, Henry Winkler in Barry, Bowen Young in Saturday Night Live. There were three Ted Lasso's in here. Um, but the winner went to Brett Goldstein in Ted Lasso. Yeah, I mean, there must be more. There must be more comedy series out than just Ted Lasso. Because how is it having three nominations? Like what? That like, Are you telling me there's nothing else out there? I'm trying to think of comedy series now. Like I'm sure there's more comedies out here. There's so many comedy series that should be up in there or it is taking me out of the spot. But I do still think that Only Murderers in that building is really good. Abbott Elementary as well did have good um, supporting actors. But yeah, supporting actors. What else? What else of a comedy series do we have? Um, I'm not sure. I don't want to... Uh upset you again though but brett goldstein won supporting actor in a comedy series last year as well oh no so i don't know what's happening there again i don't think it's biased why are the same people winning every year i mean i get it it might be a good series but i agree with you i think if you win you shouldn't be able to win like twice in a row or something you should let somebody else win and then you can win next time around. Yeah, I mean, if it is such a great series, you could maybe win in, like, the year after, but just winning year after year kind of closes the spot for new names, and also the Emmys is such a great PR and marketing place for films and new coming series, even though this is not, like, a little film festival. This is the top this is this is the top of the top like if you people who have made it there have worked hard and their name is already out there in the world uh but it still should be an opportunity for everyone to take a part of and take an oscar not an oscar an emmy home mm. so yeah just it should be a one-year ban at least yeah please let us know if you agree with us because I think it's a good idea. Mm. Let us know on that Mixed Talk 99, guys. <laughs> <laughs> a little plug. Slat into our DMs. Alrighty, alrighty. So, going to the next next one. It is Outstanding Support Supporting Actress in Comedy Series. The nominations are Alex Borstein in The Marvelous Miss Marvel. We have Hannah Ein Bitter in Hacks. We have Cheryl Lee Ralph in Abbott Elementary. Jan- Janelle James in Abbott Elementary. Kate McKenyon in Saturday Night Live. Sarah Nils in Ted Lasso. Juno Temple in Ted Lasso. Hannah Waddingham in, you guessed it, Ted Lasso. Wow. But it does take a turn. It does take a turn right here. And the award goes to Cheryl Cheryl Lee 
Ralph in Abbott Elementary. Yay! To be fair, she was yeah, she was really good in that, and um, I think that's one of the first kind of comedy series in a while that I've seen that I've really enjoyed because um, it has that kind of I don't know like how I met your mother type feel like they could have quite a few series so yeah definitely but again like I just haven't seen anything like that for a while and I'm really enjoying that series and I'm glad that a supporting um a black actress has won the supporting actress in a comedy series because I don't think that's happened for a while has it no I actually don't think so either so go off girl go off okay okay quickly running through this outstanding guest actor in a comedy series so the nominations are bill hander in curb your enthusiasm jared carmichael in saturday night live nathan lane in only murderers in the house james lance in ted lasso Nathan Lane in Only Murderers in the House, Christopher McDonald in Hacks, Sam Richardson in Ted Lasso. And the winner for this nominee goes to, oh sorry, Nathan Lane in Only Murderers in the Building. To be fair, he did really, really, he, he did deserve this award because he is such a character that I still remember because I, that I still remember, but they were very, very, okay, let's try that again. To be fair, Nathan did really, what is it called? He, he deserved this award just because there are so many, so many uh, guest actors within series and films which are not memorable, but he did his thing and he is very memorable. And I do remember when he popped into the series and he did his thing and left a mark so well done well deserved that's really good i'm glad that is a good choice for a winner i don't really know for this category so i will take your word for it um yeah oh yeah okay moving quickly outstanding guest actress in comedy series so the nominations is Lowry Metcalf in Hacks, Jane Adams in Hacks, Harriet Sansom in Hacks, Jane Lynch in Only Murderers in the Building, Kathleen Olsen in Hacks and Harriet Walter in Ted Lasso. I really, I don't know if it's just because I recently watched Only Murderers in the Building. However, Jane Lynch is such a memorable actor as well, even though, spoiler alert, if you do want to watch this, please press that 15 second skip button. Even though she died, um, I still remember her. She was not there for a long time. I don't know why the guest actors in Only Murderers in the Building are such memorable, but she did well. But the winner goes to Laurie Metcalf in Hacks. Again, I haven't seen Hacks, so I can't really say whether she was memorable or not in it. But it seems that a lot of people from Hacks 
were chosen on here. Just looking at it now, it's a shame that it's all white women, to be honest. Um, it's it's a shame because, like, I'm sure there's so many guest stars that could have been black. Not that they need to be black, but, like, or POC, diverse, you know. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. It is such a white cast or, like, white nominee. So, next one. Outstanding directing for a comedy series. So, we have MJ Delaney in Ted Lasso directing No Weddings at a Funeral. We have Hiro Murai in Atlanta Barry by Bill Hander. Hacks by Lucia Aniello. Only Murderers in the Building by Shirin Dabs. Or another... I'm sorry, I haven't written down which series they've been directing. But Jamie Babbitt, who directed a uh, episode in Only Murderers in the Building. Or Miss Pat by Mary Lou Belly. Um, obviously, you do know who won, by the way I described it. And it is Ted Lasso by MJ Delaney directing No Weddings and a Funeral. We don't have anything to say about that. I haven't dived within the directing, which I feel like I should have, um, just because I do aspire to at least direct one one show or one film in my life but don't really have that much to say about this one do you no not really i just again um i just i don't understand why it's like the same kind of people the same shows winning like i know this happens every year but i don't know is it because there's not enough representation out there like is there not enough good series or something i would like to argue that there are so many good series out there but maybe not in emmy's levels eyes just because there's so many new shows especially like after covid so many people have been sitting down and writing and have so many ideas and there are so many productions that have been set out into the world but maybe they're in film festival modus and kind of trying to build a name from themselves and the emmys they've just not reached the emmys yet and i also do feel like maybe you shouldn't be looking for the a-listers because this are a-listers a-listed celebrities that are win- winning but maybe just mix it up a bit but maybe the whole point of the emmys is going up to a-list celebrity and winning mm. the emmys yeah so. it seems to be a lot of big household names and i don't want to be horrible but if we keep choosing big household names they're generally white people and the whole point about diversity is trying to get more you know, ethnically diverse people included. And the only way of doing that is kind of eradicating, picking people with big household names. So, I mean, that would be quite nice. I do think they start to do it a little bit in the Emmys this year, which we kind of see more, I'd say, in the drama side than the comedy side. Yeah, but, definitely. Yeah, that's how I felt. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the last one in comedy which we'll be only doing this so part two will come out next week so outstanding writing for a comedy series we have barry hacks 
Only Murder is in the building, Ted Lasso, What We Do in the Shadows, and Abbott Elementary. The winner is Abbott Elementary by Quinta Brunson. And she, yeah, she wrote Pilot, the Pilot. Everyone knows what the Pilot is. So, if you don't know what a Pilot is, it is the tester episode to see if it's going to sell well. So, usually when you make a series, you there's all the series have a Pilot like that is season one, episode one, and it's just like a little tester where they test the series within different audiences and see if it is worth the investment or not. But yeah, so apparently she was worth the investment because there's a whole season or two of Abbott Elementary. Yeah, I'm really proud of her and I'm really happy that she won this because I actually think she's really funny and she's obviously really talented if she wrote this. Um, I also looked this, searched this up, but apparently um, Abbott Elementary... So this was their second award they took in the Outstanding Writing for a Comedy Series category. And it makes Quinta Brunson the first black woman to ever win this award solo. So she's the first black woman to win the Outstanding Writing for a Comedy Series award, which is kind of crazy. I mean, you can't be telling me that there hasn't been throughout the years. I think this is like the 77th year. Four? Okay, maybe I've added. Maybe I've added some years, <laughs> but it's been around oh. for a long time. Over seventy years. Yeah, and for a black woman to only just win um, that award seems a little bit sad. But at least we've done it. We've finally done it. Well, well, it is a sort of 74th. But yeah, well, well done. And it is about damn time, as Lizzo would have said. Lizzo was looking like a whole damn snack, though. But that is such a side trail. Just wanted to give a shout out to my bae Lizzo Woman Crush Wednesday. Bringing back to the 2015s. Rowing myself back to the topic of Emmys. <laughs> well deserved that was that was a whole trip wasn't it well deserved well deserved i really don't have that much to say without jumping into the drama category just because there's so much more i i have to say within the drama category and we are already in 58 minutes within this recording so i will say that i am i'm gonna give ted lasso an honest try and see if he's worth or if the show is worth deserving of two years of Emmys and awards or if it is biased I feel like I'm leaning towards bias but also cannot talk shit because I have not seen Ted Lasso yeah I agree I'm gonna actually I've got a free afternoon so I'm gonna try and find it today um if I am eating my words next time I'm sorry, guys. Uh, if there was an outstanding comedy series or um, a comedic actor or an actress that you think should have been who deserved to win or should have been nominated, or you actually think, fuck you, Jazz and Ollie, Ted Lasso is amazing, you need to go watch it now, please let us know by DMing us at Mixtalk99 
or if you're old school or got a lot to say to us please email us at mixtalk99 at gmail.com <laughs> I love the com I still love the com if you can see me now just jabbing to jazzes.com no yeah generally give us a shout if it is constructive criticism or if it's just saying like what the fuck have you not watched Ted Lasso have you been living under a rock feel free and always remember to take care of one another and speak to you guys real real soon speak to you soon